The Mimer is about the tzitz that the Kohen God would wear and our forehead. So the Pasuk says, that you should wear, you should make a uh, tzitz, uh, a, uh, a, a plate that was worn on the forehead. And it should be made of pure gold. And you should engrave into it like how like how uh, one engraves a seal, and it should say holy for Hashem. Now, Chazal say in Gemara that we uh, that Kodesh le, holy too is written at a lower level, and then Hashem is written at a higher level, uh, and so to understand the spiritual meaning of this, the first word is lower, and the second word, the, the second word, or actually part of the second word, Hashem, is higher. And also, uh, the pasuk continues, and it says that it should the, the tzitz should always be on um, the tzitz should be on Aaron's forehead, and uh, he with this he'll uh, he'll uh, gain forgiveness for the sin of the uh, kadshim of the karbanis. So what's this idea that the tzitz uh, atones and gives forgiveness? Also, it says that the tzitz is l'rotzin lahem l'fnei Hashem, that the tzitz makes Hashem desirous of them, the, of the Jewish people. So we need to understand this as well. What is the what does the tzitz accomplish to make Hashem desire us? So first of all, the meaning of tzitz. Tzitz comes from the word. Uh, yotzitz or meitzitz minacharakim hanetzachama, which is about shining, uh, shining through, uh, like or, or like it says meitzitz minacharakim that it's peeking through the cracks. So it's about something that's shining through where there's mostly dark and then it shines through. And uh, so this is the idea of the tzitz, which is uh, great love, avarabba, which comes from above. And Aaron is the one who fosters this uh, love within the Jewish people because he's one of the seven shepherds who prov- who provides for us. And he pro- what Aaron, because Aaron is from the sphere of chesed, he provides us with ava, like the previous moment discussed. Even though everything is up to us, Hashem doesn't dictate our level of Yerushalayim of reverence of heaven, and so we can create it. How much we love Hashem is dependent on ourselves. But still, there's the sort of lower level of Ava, the lower level of love that we can achieve, and then the higher level of Ava that Aaron helps us with. The Ava, the love, which is based on reflection about and, and meditation, thinking about Hashem's greatness, and that's something that we can achieve ourselves. But then there's another love, which is beyond intellect, and that's what Aaron gives us. This is, and this is what's referred to in the second paragraph of Shemaan, Vahim Shemaya, where it says, La'ava is Hashem Lekechem. It's uh, a love Hashem your God, but it doesn't use the regular lehov to love, but it, instead it says la'ava to have love. La'ava is a noun, but it uses it here as the verb, like to have love. And that means that the love already exists above. We're not creating this love. It's a love which is from beyond, but we're bringing it down to ourselves. And this is what Aaron helps us bring down, the love of Hashem, which is beyond our capacity. Uh, that we should want Hashem 
and nothing else and cleave to Hashem. And when we say um, we mean this, when we say Hashem, we mean to earn to Hashem's unlimited light. Like it says that uh, who's in the heaven, in other words, that we're not cleaving to a revelation of Hashem to heaven and earth and different, which represent different levels of Canadian, because all of that is nothing compared to Hashem. Canadian is just a ray of Hashem's greatness. But Hashem really exists without change before creation, during creation. Uh, and uh, and and therefore that's what we want. We want Hashem Himself, not the revelate the limited revelation of Hashem within within the uh, Ganadin or within creation. And about this love, it says that mates its minacharakim, that it's uh, uh, peeking through the cracks because there's a wall, so to speak, uh, between us and Hashem. Since the base of Migdash was destroyed, and now now Hashem's not uh, so revealed. With, uh, with a wall blocking, even though nothing can block Hashem. It doesn't block Hashem. It blocks us from, in other words, Hashem is there. We don't see it because of this uh, wall. It's a one-way wall. Uh, so the, and, and what, what causes this blockage? It's our, that our sins cover between us and, and godliness. Uh, that uh, and so it blocks this uh, this the light of this uh, love of Hashem from above to uh, to descend down to us. But still, there's cracks and it shines through the cracks. There's two types: there's harakim, which are cracks, and then there's halonis, which are actual windows and are larger. So uh, the, the we can break the wall in two ways. We can break it uh, with smaller holes and larger holes, and this is through a broken heart and through having uh, uh, thoughts of tshuva, so uh, each person according to their level. So that's how we break wall uh, holes in the wall that was created from our veris. Next paragraph, the Hinayikar. Now, the main source of this blockage is Amalek. Amalek is, it says, Reishis Gaimal Malek, the first of the nations, they're the first to disturb Am Yisrael. And it says that, that uh, Amalek have a war against Hashem, Milcham Hashem Bamalek, the war of Hashem with Amalek, Midar from generation to generation. Even though nowadays we can't have, we don't war with the physical Amalek, but we certainly have the spiritual Amalek, which is the, uh, the, ego and self-centeredness, the, the chutzpah and uh, the, right, the audacity and the coarseness, uh, which is all about a over-bloated sense of self uh, that, uh, does, that uh, like the eagle that, that rises high, so that's like a molek. And this causes all bad character traits, uh, both internal and external. So internal is like coarseness and uh, competitiveness. And then outside, external is how the person actually conducts himself, chasing honor and nice, uh, uh, like to fancy clothes in order to be respected. And uh, so this is the purpose of the clothes of Kahuna, of the priesthood, to combat this and actually use dignified clothing not to expand one's own self, self of, uh, sense of self, but in honor of Hashem. So this is the transform, transformation of the yesh, of the ego of Amalek. And uh, 
this this is also the war between uh, Moshe and Amalek. The Yidden didn't want to fight with Amalek. Amalek came up to attack the Yidden unprovoked uh, because they didn't like the Jewish the the respect that the Jewish people had. Everyone uh, had uh, had respect for the Jewish people after all the plagues and all the miracles, and they couldn't stand they couldn't bear this idea of someone else being more respected than them it's what's sometimes called the tall poppy syndrome that if someone's uh, respected then they have to be we have to cut them down to size so this is comes from a Amalek <clears throat> so that he doesn't want uh, someone else to be greater than him and and certainly that he shouldn't be the small one so therefore he makes himself look extra special with these uh, dignified garments now it says about Amalek that a case car. It says Kiyad al case car that um, that Hashem's hand is on his uh, throne. Now it, it says case for, instead of kisse. It's missing an aleph, and also for Hashem it only says car Yudke. It doesn't say Hashem's full name Yudke Vavke because Hashem's name is not complete and his throne is not complete until Amalek is uh, destroyed. The throne represents. Hashem resting within worlds because the idea of a throne and sitting down is about lowering one's presence. And uh, this, uh, the Aleph rep represents Aluf, uh, that Aleph and Shalom, that the master of the world can rest there. On the other hand, when the Aleph uh, disappears, then instead of a throne, you have a case, you have a covering. And this covering covers over Yudke because we all have uh, godliness within us. And like it says, Ozzy Vizimras Ka, that uh, is our strength and uh, praise in, in Hashem. So we have also the strength and praise of Hashem within us. Uh, and uh, the, the hay is our understanding of Hashem, that because hay spreads out uh, vertically and horizontally. And... Uh, that's how Hashem's light spreads out into worlds so that it should surround worlds and even fill worlds. Whereas the Yud is small. It represents symptom, con uh, contraction and concealment and darkness because before there can be revelation, there first has to be con uh, constraints and then Hashem's light can shine through. That the Yud is when we realize that we're not even like a, a drop in the ocean compared to Hashem because the drop and the ocean have a comparison. The ocean is a lot bigger, but they're still they're the same material. And there's a certain amount of drops is the amount that fill the whole ocean, whereas we're nothing compared to Hashem. So uh, that is the Yud. Then we have the hay that after we, once we realize that we have that sense of bittal, so then it, uh, we, it, it can be spreading out of Hashem's light and understanding and revelation of Hashem. Then uh, we, then there's the, so this, so this is, there's the vav that the vav represents bringing this, the understanding of the hay into emotions. But what Amalek does is that they block off that the the first you of this re realization Hashem is totally beyond and bittle to Hashem. And then the hey, the understanding of Hashem, that it, the Amalek blocks off, it shouldn't be able to come to Vav from the head to the heart uh, in emotions. That even though we understand, but it, our heart doesn't get moved by our understanding. 
and that's the the uh, iron curtain between the mind and the heart. Next paragraph. So the solution is to have war with a Moloch. That and and that can only happen through Moshe, like it's Moshe said, Anashim, he told Yeshua, pick for us men, meaning pick for us. They have to be people like us, like Moshe. Uh, that and that's the only way to conquer a Moloch. What is the idea of Moshe? That, that is bitter. Like Moshe said, we are what? We're nothing. So the whole, and, and the Torah is called Teres Moshe. And like it says, Teres Yivlana Moshe, that um, Moshe commanded us the Torah because it, it, it has to be permeated throughout our whole learning of Torah, that this is Teres Moshe. It's learnt with bitter, with self-nullification. And uh, that's why if someone says, I only have terrorists, then he doesn't even have terror because terror has to come together with this humility and this self-nullification. Like it says, and we quoted this passage in earlier in my mind, that you shouldn't, literally, you shouldn't desecrate Hashem's name, but also means you shouldn't make a void. You shouldn't make an empty space um, because when a person is uh, egotistical and self-centered, that pushes away the Shekhinah and then there's an empty space without the Shekhinah, so to speak. But instead, realize that Hashem always was and always is, without any change, uh, that, and that is true throughout the whole world, including right here where I am right now. That it's really only Hashem. But then the world conceals, and when we learn Torah, which Torah comes from Hashem's Chachma, Chachma Datilus, so that uh, that Chachma, it. So if it, it, the, it's the first part of the conscious mind that uh, receives from the subconscious. So similarly, Chachmah and Atilus receives from Aaron Seif, from Hashem's unlimited light. And therefore, it's in this state of total bittal and to let Hashem just uh, speak through us. Like when we learn Torah with bittal, then Hashem is speaking through us. And... And uh, that, like it says, that I put my words in your mouth. That's the internally. And then it continues, and in the shade of my hands, I cover you. So that, that the second half of the passage refers to the makifim, the Hashem surrounding light. And uh, so either way, so through being part of being Anshe Moshe, the people of Moshe with Bitzel Tashem, so that's how we're able to fight against Amalek, which is uh, the ultimate of ego, and this is what the tzitz is about. Moshe is the one who makes the tzitz in order for Aaron's light to be able to shine through the wall of Amalek. And it, what makes the uh, cracks in the windows and uh, breaking through the wall is the heroic shuvas, the thoughts of shuva that comes from the self-nullification of being one of Moshe's men, one of Moshe's uh, people who were, meaning people of Bittal. Now, the tzitz was made out of gold, pure gold. The difference between gold and silver is that silver, although it also refers to ava, refers to love, but it's a calm love. Whereas gold, which is more like a, a the darker and more reddy type of color, it, re, it refers to a, a, a uh, more 
sort of gvoradik, a, a more a strong fighting type of love. That it's it's with a fiery passion, and and therefore the tzitz is what uh, breaks through the wall of Malek and lets our our understanding come into a fiery passionate love of Hashem. Now the pasuk continues that you should engrave on it like uh, how how. Uh, one engraves a seal. So this engraving words, this refers to the words of Torah, which that the seal of Hashem is truth. It says, MS, and truth is Torah. It, like we say that all those who call out Hashem in truth, truth refers to Torah. And Torah is like a seal, like the, like you can have, just like with a, a word, you can have the word just uh, as a as a uh, in your mind, or you can say a word and then you can actually write it down like a seal, uh, uh, printing it on wax. So similarly with Torah, there's Torah as it is above, and then you can uh, uh, press that Torah into the physical world that it should be part of the world, like a like a physical seal, and when it says uh, Hashem says that he'll he'll create us but in his uh, form like his image so this uh, refers to the Torah the oral Torah which is uh, the an image and a form of um, of Hashem but on the other hand it's only an image and a form it's not Hashem himself it's just an image and a form meaning it's a lot lower that's like the seal that's that's uh, sort of reflecting the same words, but in a more physical, mundane manner. But although it's a lot lower, it still has that the same high spiritual source that every uh, part of Torah is from Hashem's Chachma. And that's why when a person learns Torah, he brings and, and does the mitzvahs of the Torah, he brings down upon himself Hashem's holiness. The Torah is uh, pnimi and uh, internal, and the mitzvahs makif surrounds, and uh, that's why when we uh, when we uh, do a mitzvah, we, we say the bracha shekidishanu who sanctified us with his mitzvahs. Uh, that uh, we bring because we bring down Hashem's holiness when we do a mitzvah. Now, within the tzitz, there are two parts: is kodesh le holy too, which is on a lower level, and then it's it then. Higher on the tits, it says Hashem, Hashem's name. Uh, now, although Kodesh already means holy, but it's still the lower level, and that's uh, because there's, like we say, as an introduction to the Yugim Munasarachmim, the 13 attributes of mercy, we start off Hashem, Hashem. And there's a psik, a break between the two uh, names Hashem, although it's the same name of Hashem. Hashem, Hashem twice, but there's a psik in between, a break in between, because there's two levels of, of Shem Havaya. There's one, Hashem as a creator, although it's not, it's not, it's not like Elikim, is not concealed and, and, and working through nature, but still the idea that there should be others uh, seemingly, uh, seemingly existing outside of Hashem. And then there's the second Havaya, which is Hashem beyond that, and that that's the source of, it's the source of the first uh, Havaya. And, and uh, the, the uh, Ratsa and the desire, um, so there's the desire for, cre uh, for creation, 
and uh, the uh, ultimate source, the arriving, arriving, uh, which is the 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 ultimate desire, the original desire, and that's that's the second shame havaya. So, uh, in the introduction to the thirteen, um, uh, this is next paragraph for zelva yikra. So, in the introduction to the thirteen uh, attributes of mercy, you'd give It says vayikra Hashem Hashem, and he called out. Moshe called out Hashem Hashem. So we can interpret this pasuk according to Hasidus as it is through our avodah, through our Torah mitzvahs, in a way of bittel, like being the people of Moshe. And then that shemavaya, Hashem as he is, as the one who brings everything into existence within worlds, calls out to the um, and uh, the shemavaya. Uh, Hashem as he is above, which is Hashem himself, totally beyond worlds, to bring that, uh, the, the Hashem's uh, light and Hashem's desire from totally beyond worlds onto us. Now, and then this breaks through the, um, the screen and the, the iron curtain that uh, stops us from uh, feeling Hashem's uh, presence and light. Next paragraph, Ovir and Yanametzach. So, what's the idea of a, uh, of a forehead? There's three parts of the brain which correspond to Chachma bin Andas, the, the, um, the right, the left, and the back. So Chachma is the, the right, and that's the creative side, and that's where new ideas flash. Then Bina is the, the, the left, which is the more analytical and where develops a flash of an idea into a whole understanding and system. And then Das personalizes the idea. What does the idea mean to me? So the, uh, then we have, besides these three parts of the brain, there's the skull, which covers over the brain. So similarly, spiritually, you have Chachman uh, Bin and Das. And uh, Das is what connects Chachman Bin with the emotions because Das asks, how does this relate to me? What does it mean to me? And therefore, that's the beginning of the emotional process. And when someone has das, it it makes it focuses one's chachman bina that it doesn't waver. Now, whatever he decided in his in his thinking process, if he was thinking about Hashem's greatness, and that's how it should stay, and he should develop a, a, a love of Hashem based on that, and his whole focus should be only for Hashem, not for things that are worthless. Now, the when we're davening, so then this understanding is very clear. We, we, we're thinking about Hashem, meditating about Hashem, and then we have this very clear understanding that, the, that really our whole focus should be Hashem. That's the only thing that really matters. Like we say, bless is one who all you have to do is say some words, and from that the worlds came into existence. And like we continue, that Hashem is really alone, and the whole life force of worlds only comes from Melech, from Hashem's uh, the Malchus, which is kingship, which is the only array of Hashem. And we say that even his name is praised. And when we realize this, the Das makes it firm and connects us with the ideas. And, and therefore uh, brings to uh, Das brings to pleasure. Yeah. But then we have a skull that covers over the brain and uh, corresponding to Das, which is in the center of the brain. So we have the forehead, 
which covers over the das in order to conceal it, conceal that bond. And that's why after davening, the passion dissipates. And that's why we have to daven again each day because the passion goes down, the love of Hashem goes down, and we have to daven again to work, work that up again, weld that up again. And uh, that's the meaning of what we say in Shema that these words which I command you today, that every day we have to visualize that the, mitz- the Torah and mitzvahs are new from that day because we have to uh, renew the love of Hashem each day. Uh, just as Hashem creates the world again every day, so the, our love of Hashem also has to be worked on and reinvigorated each day. And when a person goes to his uh, Parnassa, a person go, he goes to his orchard, he goes to his business, so then he can uh, fall down from his spiritual level, and that's like being one of the Nephilim, these angels that fall down into being sunken into the physical pleasures and that he's chasing after all physical, the pleasures of this world and trying to expand his, uh, his power and, and his holdings. Now it says that that it is disgusting to Hashem, anyone who has a haughty heart, a high heart. So when a person wants to uh, uh, gain respect through uh, the way they dress, and they, they, they want everyone to sort of look up to them. So then Hashem says, So then I, Hashem says, I and, and them can't um, live in the same place uh, because Hashem is only with the humble. Or like the Pesach says, that there's no knowledge of Hashem in the earth. And when a person is focused in the earth in all physical and mundane things, and there's no knowledge of Hashem. That you can't, like we said, das is about connecting. You can't connect Hashem when one is sunken into physical pleasures. Now, this is uh, how it is in general with uh, people that we're in a mundane physical world, sunken into physical pleasures, and therefore it's hard to rise spiritually. But the Yidden, uh, they're, they're, they, have, they have this chaos to rise beyond and like the the Chacham told us, to make, like it says in Pukayavas, make your work temporary, that it's not your main thing, uh, that you should do it coldly, that you, as if, oh, that's what you were forced to do, but not that you're excited about it without, without an inner drive. And that's the idea of the tzitz being on the forehead. The forehead is what blocks the das. But what we need to have is that sits that there should be rays of light coming through. It shouldn't be blocked. There should be cracks um, to let the passion of uh, the 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 of Dominic, uh, pa- pass through. Although it goes away throughout the day, but there's still a, a remnant of it on the forehead, at least in terms of the bottom line that uh, he might not have the same understanding after davening, but he still knows the bottom line is he wants to connect Hashem, and that's it. And that can can continue throughout the day, even without a deeper spain and us, a deeper meditation. He just accepts that that's, that's what he wanted, and that's what he decided. Even though this uh, pleasure of closeness Hashem may have gone, but the, the trace of it is still there, and it's enough 
to do his work, do, to conduct his business without uh, to, without extra excitement and his main excitement should be in Torah. And this degree of realizing what's important and what's not can stay constantly, even when a deep passion might not be able to stay the whole day, but a basic real uh, knowledge of what awareness of what's what we should focus on and what we realize we in davening is the only thing worthwhile that can stay the whole day and when we have this uh basic uh Esra, Esra Salela, this arousal from above so then there's a corresponding Esra arousal from uh sorry if uh when we have the arousal from below then there's a corresponding arousal from above to awaken Hashem's desire in us. And uh, through that, Hashem forgives, like it says that through the tits, which lets Hashem's light shine through even the forehead. So then Hashem is nosy of and he forgives and we can transform uh, bad into good, sins into merits. And uh, because the Yudgam has come from rotten alien from Hashem's inner desire, when when Hashem's uh, rots and Hashem's uh, desire and will will is revealed even externally on the forehead, so then uh, so then there's forgiveness. On the other hand, when uh, the Hashem's desire is only revealed in uh, Chabad, only intellectually, so then during davening he understands about how really it, it's all about the only worthwhile thing is Hashem, and and he's excited about that. But that's only temporary, and after davening, it's all finished. But when we when Hashem is revealed also to his external, to his forehead, then it can last even the whole day, and therefore the forehead becomes something holy instead of otherwise the forehead is some, sometimes associated with uh, with the chutzpah and with lust. But uh, now the forehead is associated with keeping strong with what one realized during davening, even when that passion may have lessened. That's going to continue with the first paragraph of the beer. So we discuss how there's three parts of the brain inside the skull, the which correspond to Chachma bin and Das. So every part of the brain has a different type of intellect. And similarly, with uh, spiritually, that uh, on every part of, um, of uh, the intellect within emotions, uh, Chabad within Zah, that they, they can uh, shine a different part of uh, Chabad within intellect. In other words, in words of Kabbalah, uh, that uh, within uh, the Chabad to Zah, uh, there, there shines each of the three parts of Chabad de Ema, the Chabad of Bina. Either way, so the three parts of the mind, right, left, and back center correspond to Chachma bin and Das, uh, the initiation of the idea, the creative side, then the development of the idea, and then personalization of the idea. And the, the same way that it is with the human, the same way it is with Hashem, with the spheres. But there's a skull which covers over the different parts of the intellect. And then the end of the, the skull is with the forehead. And the forehead blocks Das, and it corresponds to Das, which is in the center. And uh, the, the, uh, the forehead is the external, while the Das is the internal. Das is how 
uh, were after we've uh, meditated, we've reflected on a, on an idea. So then we uh, we personalize it while the idea is still right there in front of us. So that's like how we we start to personalize what we've been thinking about. Let's say if you think about someone who did uh, uh, about. Uh, in this case, it's about, about Hashem. And then we personalize it to start say, wow, I should be feeling, I, I want, I should be what I, I want to connect, or I should be feeling grateful, whatever the specific feeling is. And so Das is while you still have the full picture in front of you, then you personalize it. Whereas the forehead represents when you personalize it after the full depth of the idea has left you but you still remember the basic point you still know the basic point and the forehead is about okay well the basic conclusion is i want to be connected to hashem and and realizing that even and and that's the only thing worthwhile even when we're not feeling so inspired and uh, that's the difference between the two okay we're going to stop there um in short we've got Aaron. Where's the tzitz? The Aaron the is uh, meant, his uh, role is to, to foster this deep love of Hashem from uh, beyond his shashlus. And uh, he is helped by this uh, tzitz, which tzitz is about shining through, shining through the walls. The wall was made by, is, is the wall of Amalek that uh, Amalek blocks uh, ego and that blocks the connection between us and Hashem. And um, the way to fight Amalek is through being the people of Moshe. Moshe is about complete bittle and uh, doing mitzvahs with Torah mitzvahs with the uh, complete bittle. And, uh, and that's also the idea of putting the, the tits on the forehead that even when we don't have the full picture, the full chachma bina uh, and, and das, still at least we can personalize it even once the chachma bina depart. In other words, we're not in the middle of davening. We're doing our regular day-to-day activity. Even there, we can still stay with the resolutions that we had while we were davening. Uh, and uh, when we do that, that breaks through the wall and then Hashem's light's able to shine through, get granting us this love that Aaron gives us, which is from beyond our efforts and beyond uh, what we can reach through our own meditation and understanding.